okay, well, the beef market never fails to deliver, it seems. And once you think you're at the ceiling of prices, you look away and are back and it's higher again. Michael, where is it going to end? It's been a fascinating year for beef in terms of prices and then 2021 is looking really interesting. We all know that the last two years, 2018 and 2019, um, prices went way down with all the selling coming out of the drought. In 2020, it rained and the restockers worked hard to rebuild their herds with all this grass. And as prices headed up and through that 800 cent mark, where as of uh, today, they remain. So, as you say, where is it going in 2021? Well, the outlook's good for the rain going forward. So, presuming that there is ample grass for a while, there is ample reasonably priced feed for a while with the good grain crops, and the restockers are continuing on their path because the herd rebuild is going to be a very slow one. That could mean upward pressure on prices for a while. And it's not just the restockers. Certainly, they are leading the price push, but the feedlotters aren't too far behind with demand staying strong for them and their product and with the economics of feedlots with reasonably priced feed also staying good. So sitting behind that is the processes. And what happens with the processes? They have to wear the tighter margins. We have seen some changes in Australian meat processing with some reductions in processing capacity, uh, some shutdowns here and there. But, but they still have to fill their orders. So it looks like prices will stay reasonably high for a while, uh, some calling off. Demand will stay reasonably strong, particularly domestically. And if anything, there may be some increase in the butcher shops and supermarket prices, but it looks likely that the consumer will absorb that and keep eating their beef. Michael, how long? I mean, um, I'm not sure what our sustainable beef herd actually is. Maybe it is 28, 29 million head back to where we were 10 years ago. What is the wait here until we're back at full supply into our general market? The word sustainable beef herd is an interesting one, Mark, because it has been volatile over the last decade. Um, a lot of this has been caused by two things. One was the increase in demand out of China in around the middle of the decade, and two was the drought. And that saw us go from a beef herd high of 29 million in 2013 down to around the 25-odd million that we are at the moment. It's got to increase, and it's on an upward path, but it could be slow, and it could be made slower by the large female kill that we saw in the herd due to the drought. So to get back to the level we saw in 2017 of 26 million, that could take us another four years from now, and that's assuming all things being equal. That's based on our modelling. In fact, to get back to where we were in 2013, that could take us almost a decade. We're forecasting that to be 2029. What does this say for the, the herd and the prices as well? That the rebuild is slow, uh, that the restockers will continue to build their operations because for a lot of them, the economics still remain good if the grass remains green particularly and the demand remains strong. Uh, so it could say that it is a, a lean but reasonably strong industry uh, for a fair while to come. So if it's a restocker-led market, I mean, we've been thinking, gee, prices just have to soften. Is the export market likely to keep pace if you normalise seasons and the rebuild? Do exports keep pace with current price or, in fact, what is the level if it's not today's price? Exports are something that really the beef industry needs to treat with caution. They have been good, but there are a number of growing factors uh, that mean it could get more and more competitive. 
Out of all of them, perhaps the biggest one is currency. Uh, a strong Australian dollar means that Australian beef increasingly finds itself at odds with the cheaper price but good quality South American product. So that's one area that uh, needs to be to be treated very carefully. The second one is U.S. competition. The Chinese particularly are already needing to buy a lot of U.S. agricultural products to fulfil some trade agreements. U.S. will grow, particularly with the new administration in terms of competitors in the Chinese markets, but also in our important markets in Japan and Korea. And the third one, and it's Australia's other big market after China, Japan and Korea, is the U.S. itself. And in a sort of domino reaction, the fact that the Chinese pig herd is recovering from African swine fever means that the build-up in U.S. beef that would have gone into China is now needing to find use back in the U.S. Uh, the other thing is that the U.S. meat processing sector has recovered from its own COVID issues which means there will be less space in the US market for Australian beef, and there are also South American competitors in there. So even with those three factors alone, it is going to be a cautious outlook out there, and price may well start to impact that, particularly if the Australian dollar stays where it is.